Welcome back to Conservative Daily. Here's Max McGuire, who is not in his underwear. Not in my underwear. Currently, very true. Right now, actually wearing a bathing suit. So, doubly true. (laughs) Welcome back to the second hour of the Conservative Daily podcast. Lots to talk about in this hour. So if we can change the title, that would be great. I sent over the second title in that email earlier. Antifa teacher got fired. An Antifa teacher got fired. Gabriel Geib admitting in in an undercover Project Veritas sting that he's literally indoctrinating his students. We're not going to play the entirety of this Project Veritas video, but I want to play a couple of minutes of it just so you can see if you haven't already. An excellent sting, and as we'll get to it in a couple of minutes, a successful one because he's getting fired. Let's go ahead and play cut number seven. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so like, yeah, when when there is like right wing rallies and stuff, then we like will create an opposition to that. Yeah. Beautiful. Where would he go to connect with some of these organizations? Like, no, I, I post a calendar oh, every okay, week, awesome. and then so, so like they, it's and I do it for extra credit, so they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've I've had like students show for like protests, community events, you know, tabling food distribution, also sorts of, sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Like, I, I have an Antifa flag on my on my wall, um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. So, the Cultural Revolution in the 60s was fixing the problem that came about after the economic one. It ultimately failed, right? Um, there was a lot of excesses. People were definitely like, you know, shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been. Incredibly ugly behavior come out of this city. And you can see a couple of people over there that might be demonstrating that. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Meet Gabriel Geip. He's a public school teacher paid for by taxpayer dollars at Intercom High School in Sacramento, California. Guy, who teaches advanced placement government classes, is not shy about his involvement in Antifa's local chapter. He even has an Antifa flag and a poster of Mao Zedong in his classroom. So, um, you know, it's like, my wife and I have been political organizers. I've been organizing since I was 13. Wow. And and I've been in a ton of different organizations. Um, and I've, I've, you know, I've been on the front lines and I've taken a step back and gone back and forth. And, and my wife is in the same way. Um, is there a local Antifa or chapter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the, the Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, and like, very loosely organized. Going to cut it there because the way Project Veritas tends to produce their videos, they give you little snippets of the important parts up front, and then they play the full context later. So, yeah, you saw pretty much most of the, the crazy things they got him to say, admitting to indoctrinating his students and trying to turn them into little Antifa terrorists, apparently. Um, so here to lend his analysis, our resident Antifa expert, Mr. Jake Frejo. Jake, welcome to the show. Uh, audio, audio, audio problems again. 
Second day in a row. We're here. I see that you are surrounded by NPC characters. It First is of all, in are you solidarity. Right it is in solidarity, so, solidarity with Mr. Gype. He is the newest addition uh -huh. to the NPC crowd. So I figured I'd have the background to pay, uh, pay respect to his losses. Well, listen, I was, in, I was in the same position as you until I took an arrow to the knee. And that kind of changed my whole perspective on it. But you're surrounded by the NPC characters. Um, <laughs> I can't take you seriously, with it, but it works. It works. Uh, and anyone who doesn't know, NPC characters, non-player characters, when you play a video game, uh, you play some kind of role-playing game or whatever, um, the NPCs are programmed by the coders, and they have a set uh, amount of lines that they can say. They can give you a quest. They can, they can comment on certain things, but they can't actually say anything organic Everything is pre-written what they can say. So the NPCs, um, it's a meme about leftists that they only really ever s follow the script. And, uh, <laughs> and they Welcome all to the club, like Gabriel. Yes. Yes. So uh, so what do you think of that? You used to work with Project Veritas. This is, this yes. is I, I really like the work they do here because it's not, I, I love it when they go to, to states and they find the voter fraud, right? They, they find the, the ballot harvesting. That's great, but it's the little things like this that are happening, and there's quite literally no one else who's trying to find it. Everyone else is trying to find the ballot harvesting, but I, I, but when they go after things like this, the guy admits a, a student complained, and they just let him keep it. Well, they what, what, what do you think about it? specifically the Antifa ones, whether it's Chris Jacks or you know the tr the the training camp. I forget what the name of the place was. It was in Brooklyn. It was like a coffee shop training camp where they just slapped around a boxing bags or did taekwondo uh they're so vocal about it they're more vocal than any of the you know politically you know or campaign oriented types they're a little more reserved but these guys they you know they they, they just want to tell the world about everything and i think that's funny for for an organization that isn't actually supposed to exist according to uh, di different departments of of justice you know state and federal uh they they're so thorough and, you know, uh, that video alone, I'd say, you know, when the claim is made even specifically to like Joe's oh, yeah. case, that Antifa is not an organized structure. He's talking about Sacramento wing, you know, organization. So, again, you hear the very opposite of what they claim is organization structure, organization branch, uh, you know, wing. And it, it's 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 mind blowing. Yeah, loosely, and they all look loosely like organized clowns. Like, you know, it's it's almost like there's some kind of you know, fashion magazine, they, they should start running out because they all, they all look like clowns. They have, you know, all these pieces of metal hanging off of them. And, and, and well, not just that, not just that. And Mr. Producer, please do turn up Jake's volume. I don't know what it is, but the volume is very, very low. So please do turn it up so people can hear what he's saying. Thank you. Um, it's not just the, the clown, what they have hanging from them. It's what they have tattooed to their body. If we put up image number three, image number three, Mr. Producer, this is Gabriel Geib showing his tattoo. Now, if you're hiring a teacher to teach our next generation of kids, the biggest red flag is the hammer and sickle tattoo on his bosom or his chest. He's not a woman. It's not a bosom. It's a chest. Hammer and sickle. Now, I get it. You wouldn't see that normally in interviews. But if the guy has a hammer and sickle tattoo, it has to manifest in other ways that this guy's a communist. But no, Jake, they let these, and you see here the Antifa and then, and posters of and the genocidal, poster. genocidal dictators, you know, it's great. Yeah, they let it stay up. So how, how does the school district, which we'll get to in a second, 
doing the right thing, albeit forceful, forcibly, firing him or at least starting the legal process to fire him. How do they, where do they get off saying, acting all shocked and clutching their pearls? We didn't know when this guy has had these posters up on his wall for at least one school year. How does well, that I mean, happen? That, that's their safety. You know, I, I'd, I'd look to the unions allowing this stuff. And I, I don't know if you missed it in the video, but he's not just a high school teacher. He is a, an AP teacher, yeah. which means the course, course actually counts for college credit. <laughs> so it's, it's really, you know, setting these people up ahead of time to already, you know, be in, in line yeah. with, you know, the, what... what you know what what is taught in these colleges i i went to business school in fairness in fairness that would fit in many colleges yeah you know and i mean just to show <laughs> you how how extreme it has become that even you know i saw it on my end in a business school that there were openly marxist professors in a business school which is, is yeah. mind-blowing to me and you know <laughs> i haven't seen it to this degree in you know what do we call it grade school so it's <clears throat> should be terrifying. We have some of the cuts down the down the yeah. show for yeah. uh, parents' I, I reactions to, see, to this. I love to see a video of a business school professor screaming, "We have to seize the means of production!" Like shouting about the proletariat. Yeah, <laughs> it just it, it's what it'd probably be one of the biggest oxymorons ever. But I believe that they exist. They absolutely do exist in academia around the country. We showed a couple of pictures right there, <laughs> right next to his hammer and sickle. Uh, tattoo, but I want to show you what else was in his classroom. Put up image four, Mr. Producer. Image four. Here we can see that he has obviously some some black revolutionary stuff up there. The one here, the that little green, yellow, red, blue. Um, that's been getting a lot of play because the the uh, the anarchy. But what that really is, and he, he isn't really doing it right. But what that is is it's just the political spectrum, the four different quadrants, and where different things line up. Obviously, the extreme is communism. The extreme is anarchy. Um, I don't think he really got that right, but that's what he's going for there. But people were trying to say that he had an anarchy propaganda. I think that's more of just a, an, a, believe it or not, an educational tool, albeit one put put up incorrectly. Put up image five. This is the next. We scroll over a little bit in his classroom. Image number five. I mean, it's There's everywhere. The, There's something on every yeah, inch of the yeah, wall. Yeah, every it's wall. not just a poster, which could slide maybe. Uh, yeah. It might be distasteful, but I mean, it's... It's a museum yeah. of communist propaganda. So that's Mao, responsible for killing probably more people than any other dictator well, in world history. He goes up with Stalin. They're kind of competing in the history books for who killed more pe people. More than Adolf Hitler. Lots of people don't realize that. But yeah, that's Mao, Chairman Mao. Looking He's down a nice on guy. The, on He's the a really nice guy. It's a good he is. Very a lovable little panda definitely put up image six image six the next wall in the classroom he has the antifa flag also the gay pride flag but the antifa flag anti-fascist and we heard him say jake that when the when the student asked him to take it down he said well if you don't like it then he basically insinuated that the kid was a fascist a kid a high schooler obviously if he's not comfortable with the antifa flag that he must be a fascist I mean, how, how is he still in, in, in a position to teach after that? <laughs> it, it's California, right? Well, it's California. There's your answer. Yeah. Yeah, it's California. We're going to play a couple of clips of the parents because they had a big hearing about this yesterday. But the good news is they're firing the guy. 
the bad news is they knew about this for a while and they were going to let it happen. And <laughs> you have to think that he's not the only one. He's not the only one. Not, not just in that school, but in all of California, all around the country, whether it comes to critical race theory or whatever else they're trying to shove down our kids' throats, they have infected, in, infected, infested the educational system, these kinds of people. Um, so I want to play a couple of the clips of the parents, and then we'll read a bit of the letter that the Natomas Unified School District put out. Um, but let, let's go to the letter. Oh, no, before we go to the letter, they, the Veritas people confronted Gype on the street. Did you see that one, Jake? Yeah, I, I, I replayed everything. Uh, actually, I, I used to work with the guy that stopped him. He um, he's, he's really good. Uh, it, it's funny to watch a white communist revolutionary who is, you know, um, advocating for racial equality run from a black man and, and tell yeah. him that he's harassing him. So, uh, you know, they, they, they corner they corner him with his wife. I think they have, you know, designer clothes. He's wearing a, a, a sickle and, um, you know, he's wearing he's wearing the sickle on his shirt. And he has uh, an I, one of them has an iPhone. They might have been on their way of to course. Starbucks, but whatever it of was, course. wherever they were going, it was definitely like, uncomfortable like any good them. like any good Maoist revolutionary. They have the hottest <laughs> they have the hottest new gadgets. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's play this. This is the Project Veritas reporter confronting Gype on the street while he's walking his dog. Let's play cut number eight. Gabriel, hello, how are you? <laughs> I am a journalist with Project Veritas. Okay. Nice to talk with you. Don't, At this moment, he's shitting himself. Don't mind my colleague reporting. We are recording. But I think you're going to be more interested in what I have to say here. I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, um, I think that there's been a lot of uncomfortability in your classroom. I'd like to talk with you about some of the statements you've made. Uh, I believe you said it. Pause real quick. First of all, in the history of like confrontations on the street, if there was ever a time for him not to wear the hammer and sickle shirt, this would be it. Like if he wanted to try and defend himself, that he's not really a closet communist trying to uh, like infect the kids with radicalism. He's wearing the hammer and sickle when he's walking his dog. What kind of grown man dresses like that? I mean, he's 30-something years old probably, and he dresses like a washed-up, you know, frat boy. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, but it's not – it just shows you, and we'll get back to it. It shows you this isn't just a shtick to him. This isn't just him as the teacher. This is his life. When you yeah. walk your dog <laughs> with a hammer and sickle shirt, this is your life. When you allow them to tattoo it onto your chest, this is your life, right? There's no going back. I mean, they get it removed. But it's as permanent as it gets. This guy is a communist. Just wanted to make sure for everyone and, in the audio and, version, we couldn't see Mentally it. ill, probably, at the same time. Well, you, you think about that with most communists. But yeah, uh, let, let's synonymous. go back to it and keep playing it. Project Veritas is. Well, we're journalists. Okay. And you mentioned to one of our colleagues <laughs> that you have 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries. Would you like to expound upon that? We do not consent to this filming. We do not consent to these questions. Oh, she's well, a lawyer. We're in a public place, and I don't think parents consent to their students being, quote, <laughs> turned into revolutionaries. So if you'd like to give a comment on that, those newsworthy statements you've made, uh, I think that would go a long way to resolve some concerns in the community. I would appreciate some distance. Oh, social distance, of well, course. Well, Mr. Guype, if you could please just provide me commentary on these statements. I mean, a student voiced their uncomfortability in your classroom 
with the Antifa flag. Do you recall that? Do you recall how you responded to that student? Uh, you tacitly implied they might be aligned with fascists. I mean, is this the kind of behavior in line with the mission statement of your high school? Don't you give students extra credit for going to partisan left-wing events? You're Sir, I'm not harassing I'm you. I'm, you I'm trying to get I'm comments. You're a public school teacher, you're a public school teacher, and you're teaching things outside the curriculum of your school. Do you not have a poster of Mao in your classroom? As parents would also like to know, why do you think it's okay to quote, scare the F-U-C-K out of students to turn them into revolutionaries? Yet you said that you would consider and you have considered taking up the arms, taking up arms against the state. That's an incredible statement. Do you think it's okay to push these personal beliefs onto students? So, big man, classic, You're a big man there. Classic, classic communist, classic Maoist. Everyone knows when you want to be a communist, you get a golden retriever. That's it's, that's right. In page. I one. thought it was like a labradoodle. It's even worse. I thought it, it might was have been. I, I, it looked like it looked, it looked like a golden doodle. Yeah. It, there was definitely a little doodle in there, but classic. You get you get a Americana dog as you fight to seize the means of production. Um, he followed him for a couple blocks there. They did the jump cuts, but you could see these were different streets. And the funny thing is, when when these kinds of reporters when they ambush a congressman or a senator in Congress, there's always like an alley, a little a little hallway or an elevator they can duck into it to escape. When these people are walking their dog, apparently walking their dog half a mile. I don't, I don't really know where they're going. There's nowhere for them to escape. And they're like, oh, you're harassing us. No, we're on a public sidewalk asking you questions. You're a newsworthy public employee. Uh, it's just, that went on so long. There, there's it always so this long. moment. I've been on the ground and, and right in front of a lot of these doorstops. Like um, Raquel Rodriguez in Texas, uh, when, when we stopped her, she was meeting someone. At, she's the woman that got arrested, actually, for the ballot ring. She... Uh, she got so spooked. Uh, she was outside in a cafe in front of a bunch of people. She got so spooked. Uh, I came around. I put the iPad down in front of her. And she just, like, you, there's a moment where there's the eye contact where they die a little bit on the inside. <laughs> and then I think they soil themselves. Uh, I would actually yeah. say Gabriel's response is on par with Raquel's. Raquel nearly bottomed out her car fleeing and, and took it over the curb rather than taking the driveway out. She took it over the curb. And there's a moment when we're, we're going after, you know, with a microphone. And yeah. we thought, you know, they're going to have to tow her car away because she, she cleared, uh, cleared the curb so hard. But uh, you it's, have it's to beautiful. Imagine him. It's beautiful nonetheless. You have to imagine Gabriel Guype walking his little communist dog. Actually, leave the dog out of it. Dog's yeah, an no. American. The dog, there's dog still some hope realize. for the dog. Yeah, no, I mean, they look like the kind of people that would put their dog on a vegetarian diet. Um, <laughs> but uh, leave the dog out of it. It's a good dog. Um, no such thing as bad dogs, just bad owners. Um, it's funny. They see him. They don't know what Project Veritas is, which is amazing. But they see him, and you can see for a minute them being the avowed leftists that they are. They see a black man with a tucked-in polo shirt with a microphone. They're like, oh, wow, this, this looks like it's going to go well. short-circuiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But there's a brief moment where they're like, yes, maybe we should talk to this man. And then they realize, oh, oh no, look, he's trying to an destroy ally. you. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. an ally. Uh, yeah. And then they see he's trying to destroy him, and then they book it. But like classic leftists, they are, they are moving at the speed of smell away from the danger. 
Um, and he just follows them for what seemed like half a mile. Um, and this is one of the great success stories because while other Project Veritas stings get smeared in the press as as fake, as as manipulated, right? They're they're filing all those lawsuits against the New York Times over that. This one had almost instant gratification, which it is not. It's kind of rare. It's kind of rare to get truly instant gratification on these things. Within 24 hours, 48 hours, this guy, this teacher is now suspended and on the path to be fired because they can't just fire him. He's in a union. They have rules. But shocked at just how fast this went. We have a bill, bit of the letter. We're not going to read the whole thing. Put up uh, image seven. Image number seven. This is from the Natomas Unified School District. And they said, yesterday, a group released an undercover video that has been covered extensively. In this video, a teacher at Indercom High School was recorded sharing his educational approach that is disturbing and undermines the public trust. The district is aware of the approach of this interview and the edit editing used to create the video. So even there, they say editing. In the following, in following the principles of democracy, Natomas Unified Staff is following due process the law and spent the past two days investigating the alleged teacher's actions and his classroom environment. As of today, the teacher was placed on paid leave because his actions and choices in the classroom, because of his action choices in the classroom. Natomas Unified will be taking the legally required next steps to place the teacher on unpaid leave and fire the teacher. By taking a day and a half to investigate beyond the video, the district was able to learn more facts essential to the next steps. And then they say that teachers are not allowed to post or distribute materials to advocate for or against ballot measures on school property. They're not allowed to conduct political campaign activity. They're not allowed to use district funds, equipment, services, staff time, email system, or employer mailboxes for political campaign activity. And they're not allowed to use the authority of an office or employment to encourage or discourage political activity by any other person. And then they say similar information was in the, the handbook. Kudos to them. I mean, kudos to them for doing the right thing, but shame on them because it's pretty obvious that people knew about this for a while. It's disgusting. Uh, you know, I, I wonder if there was at any moment a thought ran through their head or if, you know, you can see she's on the phone. If there was a moment where they decided to maybe call the police because they were being harassed by a black man. I'd like to know if that exists or if they if they did that, it would be, it would be quite, quite ironic. Yeah. But then again, well, that's the instead, monster of the left. Yeah. Instead, what they did was she started filming, I guess, thinking that she could cancel the black reporter, which obviously she hasn't paid close enough attention to the totem pole of of offensiveness. And I can say that because I'm part Native American. The totem pole, um, black people are above her in terms of outrage. So if she's outraged at a black person, unfortunately, she is below um, that on that totem pole. She cannot well, claim offense. He's just and another one of those, you know, black white supremacists like Larry yes. Elder, according to yes. the New York Times. So. We'll Absolutely. just put him in that or, category or, and we'll be or, fine. Or Sheriff Clark. Or Sheriff Clark. I don't know if you saw that one. A, yeah. An Uber or Lyft driver got got let go, fired, got their contract canceled because they were listening to Sheriff Clark's radio show in the I car. I did not. That's apparently, absurd. Apparently, Sheriff Clark is one of those black racists that when you, when you follow the left, they, they claim they can't be a black racist because in order to be racist, you have to have power. That's their claim. It's true. Anyone can be racist. But... Uh, I, it's always funny to see the the logic logical gymnastics that they pull trying to weasel their way out of their own arguments. So we have some of the do, clips. Do we have the of, video of him crying we, or whining? We do. He, we're gonna we're gonna play that. Perfect. We're gonna play that towards the end. I want I want to make sure we get everything in first. But we got three clips of people who went to the meeting yesterday. 
and realize these people were at the school board meeting and they already knew this guy was being fired, but they still stayed to speak their piece anyway. So anyone willing to go to a school board meeting or any local meeting like this and wait in line for hours to say their piece deserves to be replaced. We're going to replay three of them. This first one is a parent talking about how they're teaching the evil in our school. He's not wrong. Let's play cut number nine. That's evil little innocent children sitting here that I see, I look in their faces. They are pure innocence, pure love. And these evil people are putting stuff into them. Okay, this has got to stop. And all of you people out there, you're men, ex-military, ex-law enforcement, current law enforcement, I'm ex-law enforcement. You need to be on the front lines every day. So you know that they're crapping themselves when the guy walks up to give his public comment and he turns around and talks to the people instead. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say in terms, I mean, you know, the, the whole evolution of the Project Veritas video is investigative piece, drags out whistleblowers, uh, effect or, you know, uh, response. And this, I would say, is probably one of their most moving, impactful uh, responses in, in the public uh, court of opinions in that you're getting a, a vast diversity of, of, you know, parents and citizens voicing their disgust in front of a, uh, you know, school board, uh, an institutional oh, yeah. group of, 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 of officials and the fear on their face. It's a good thing they're wearing masks because they all look like they're about to throw up of, out of fear. And that the, it, it really does look as if, you know, the tide is turning on their part in terms of the, the, the measures that are being in place in, in the educational systems, whether it's with critical race theory or, or this or the, you know, the LGBTQ indoctrination in, in the school systems. We're always asking when when is something going to be done? When is change going to take place? And surprisingly, you know, the, the, the breeding ground of change is in the education system. And that, you know, we're not seeing it with election reform, very little. We're not seeing it with anyone acknowledging anything pertaining to election fraud or election reform. But fundamentally, uh, for it to take place here most prominently in the education system that is actually a good sign in, in an upward uphill battle that we're facing yeah so this that that parent mentioned communism in the school and i love reading old laws because there's so many laws on the books in different states that um are kind of silly and they're they're from 200 300 years ago in some cases um there are some laws that like predate america and they just like rewrote them after the founding and that obviously wouldn't pass muster. I mean, you start looking at old like Salem witch trial kind of laws, like that kind of era of of lawmaking. 
But California has a law in their education code, education code section, article four, section 51530. If we put up image number nine, Mr. Producer, section 51530, and it states the following, no teacher giving instruction in any school or on any property belonging to any agencies included in the public school system shall advocate or teach communism with the intent to indoctrinate or to inculcate in the mind of any pupil a preference for communism in prohibiting the advocacy or teaching of communism with the intent of indoctrinating or inculcating a preference in the mind of any pupil for such doctrine the legislature does not intend to prevent the teaching of the facts about communism rather the legislature intends to prevent the advocacy of or inculcation and indoctrination into communism as is hereinafter defined for the purpose of undermining patriotism for and the belief in the government of the United States and of this state. For the purpose of this section, communism is a political theory that the presently existing form of government of the United States or of this state should be changed by force, violence, or other unconstitutional means to a totalitarian dictatorship, which is based on the principles of communism as expounded by Marx, Lenin, and Stalin. That is part of of the education code in the state of Texas to think that this is the first time we're hearing about this, that this is the first time one of these teachers is going to get, I, I don't know, do you get prosecuted for this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what the actual punishment is, but it's illegal what he's doing. Absolutely illegal, which I bet you, Jake, we can take that image down. I bet you that the legislature comes back in their next legislative session. They abolish this because you can't have, you can't have teachers being blocked from teaching from uh, indoctrinating into communism. They can't have that. It would be interesting to see what kind of stance, you know, with a recall election going on, what, like, a candidate like Elder, I think he should latch on to it and really make the most of it. He'd win, he'd win a lot of people over across the board. I'd like to see if, if someone of his stature and, and, and media presence at the current moment could really, you know, push for a result out of this because we, we know it all too well that laws for thee and not for me when it comes to left versus right so yeah yeah so it's uh it's good news that the guy's getting fired we'll get to that in a second gotta remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by air med care network air med care network the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency we don't get to choose when and where an emergency strikes or how we have to get to the airport and anyone who's ever been taken to the uh, sorry the hospital anyone's ever been taken to the hospital by an ambulance you know you know it's very expensive well it only gets more expensive when you're taken by helicopter air med care network exists to make sure you don't have to worry about that cost and when you sign up and become a member it's going to cost you just 85 dollars for one year less if you're a senior citizen it works out to be less if you buy three or five years at a time. And as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, you will not pay one cent for that medical transportation flight. Not one not one penny. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and you're going to lock in this amazing price. But as a bonus, as a special bonus for our listeners, if you use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to 50 bucks back in the form of an e-gift card, and it depends on how many years you sign up for. Obviously, if you sign up for more years, you get more money back. But it's free money. It's a great deal, and then you're getting free money out of it. So, again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily to get that up to $50 back. We got more clips. We have some more clips of some of these interactions at the meeting. I want to play the next one. This is a former teacher, and this is how you know you struck a nerve because usually it's, it's the parents there. This is a former teacher talking about how board members, sitting board members, are admins on a forum about the school and they censored the video from being shared. I want to play this. Let's play cut number 10. 
Hello, my name is Wendy, and um, as a former teacher, I know that we're not allowed to share our political views, and the students shouldn't know what we believe no matter what we're teaching. We're to teach the content and teach it professionally. Obviously, Gabriel did not do that, and we've heard lots of complaints about that tonight. But my um, concern is with the Facebook page that says Natomas Unified School Forum, and we have a board member, Lisa Kaplan, who is an admin for that board member, yes. for that um, Facebook page. And today, when a parent asked to see the video, I posted the video from Project Veritas, the Facebook link, and her response was, this is inappropriate for this forum and will be deleted. Phil She says, this is inappropriate for this forum and it will be deleted. Feel free to Google on your own. It's an Atomus Unified School Forum page that's public. And my response to that was, why are we censoring this? It's inappropriate what the teacher did. So you're censoring the parents from knowing what happened, and you have no problem with that, but you didn't censor the teacher. So he had it blatantly on his walls. So why are you censoring parents and not the teacher? Why is what we want to see inappropriate? His own words, why are his own words inappropriate? Because he's been caught, but what he's doing is not inappropriate. You should be ashamed. Way to call her pretty amazing they have this Facebook page for the community where parents can learn about what's going on at school. That former teacher posted the video that we just played for you and one of the admins, I don't think she's able to prove that it was the admin sitting on the board, but one of the admins on the page of which one of the board members is an admin deleted it and said it's not the right place for it. I cannot think of any better place for it. So this shows you, Jake, that it's not, they knew this was happening. Obviously they knew this was happening. But when it finally comes out, they're actually trying to censor it. Well, I mean, when in doubt, just blame the admin. You know, it, it, it always works. But uh, no, but <clears throat> it's no longer, I mean, it's, it's no longer this attempt to shut something down and just, you know, use their force of, you know, their force of power to push it out of the way. It's, it's, there's a, almost a change in the aura uh, or the energy of these people in that, there it's now done out of fear rather than just making it disappear their, their their reaction speed it's almost you know like the the dutch girl with her finger in the dam there are so many holes in the dam at this point that it's more of just a a a, a total freak out and, and it's starting to show with these people that they no longer know how to hold back the the breaking of the dam and so it, it's 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 sloppier it's 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 actually quite entertaining because they're trying to dance around the hole they've dug for themselves and, and, and the music is getting faster and faster. So it is it is entertaining and we have one more clip of a parent and this one has been making the rounds a lot and it is an African American woman or let's use the correct leftist term, a woman of color, there with her daughter. And as she mentions in this clip, she is standing in front of her daughter, not to shadow her daughter, not to not to, to cover up her daughter, but to protect her daughter, and that that is the role of every parent. Really powerful stuff. Let's play this next clip. This is cut 11. I'm sorry, and then with pots. First of all, I would like to thank everyone here. 
is to protect her. Yeah. And have ill will towards her. So being that this is her first year at this high school that is world-renowned and everybody knows about this school, it's so perfect, everybody does everything right. The first time my daughter tells me, and she goes against my wishes to come out of a classroom that's disruptive to her well-being, I have an issue. Yes. Yep. Yes. I am very articulate. My children are very well-read. They, they speak their opinion. They make sure that they are clear in what they do and do not like. And for the fact that my 17-year-old daughter had to come to me and said, Mom, you don't understand. He's, he's, let me explain. This means that in two weeks, in 13 days, he was allowed to change my daughter's mind yes. about yes. some fascist crap yes. that y'all have led in this school. Yes. They're in a real problem with, with their whole narrative being that the community that they, you know, exploit for their own agenda and furthering of their agenda is turning on them. And not to say that they were on their side, you know, to begin with, but the optics of a bunch of white people that have used uh, racial... Uh, you know, talking points to to further their cause is collapsing publicly at a mass scale in front of them as those very people, they're, you know, the people that they're, again, exploiting are, are turning and, and throwing their their BS under, you know, for, out for the world to see. So uh, from a yeah. PR standpoint, there's really no coming back for these these uh, these radical extremists. And they're well, going, you know, it's kind of like a news. cornered dog, or let me say a cornered yeah. rat. In, in, in what measures will they need? Very hard to reinvent their movement when the key argument of their movement is, is blowing up in their face. Yeah. So the good news is that, as we said, he is being fired. They are starting the process. Not easy to do in California. But they are starting the process to fire him. They have the grounds to fire him. And amazingly, they couldn't find the, the, the radical flags and banners on his classroom walls three days ago. But they could find them today. Go ahead and put up image 10, Mr. Producer. And all of these images of the kids, their faces are blacked out because we don't want to share any of that. But put up image 10. This is the empty classroom. All of those Mao Zedong and all those communist posters, gone. Go ahead. Go to image 11. Image 11 noticeably missing. 
are all of the communism posters. They even took down the gay pride flag. Oh, wow. They're really afraid. <laughs> took down everything. Everything is gone. So they couldn't find them. They couldn't find it a couple weeks ago. Couldn't find it a couple days ago. But they were able to get their hands on that flag. We were able to find them to remove them. We do have a, a quick video of Gype. He put out a response to all this. I oh, guess he somehow in his mind thinks he isn't going to go down for this. Let's play a little bit of this. It's not long. Let's play cut 12. Say thank you to every past student and colleague and friend who's reaching out right now um, in support of what is happening. Um, you know, uh, my personal safety and security is obviously my top concern at this moment, but also <laughs> like they are coming from my job and what I love doing in the classroom. Um, and they are going to run this campaign and get public pressure behind them. And the, it is very likely that the district will cave uh, in regards to this. And um, I'm hopeful that they don't. And um, all support at this moment is greatly appreciated. Thank you. So noticeable he did I'm not sorry, wear. Max. His tears sustain me. Yeah. 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 Noticeable that he did not wear the hammer and sickle tank top for this video he's wearing the nice pressed collared shirt still thinks it's possible i don't think it's all that possible good to know that he's going down but he is not the only one in the education system not by a long shot but it's good to see quite literally instant gratification here the video drops and he's out in a day very good to see well thank you Max. for coming on jake Max, do you know yeah. what the saddest part is? What's the, the unemployment bonus runs out this Saturday. Yeah. So he's yeah. not going to get any so, of that, that funny yeah, money. Yeah, double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. He is going to get – he's going to be a, on paid leave beyond the extension, so he won't get any of that. He's probably going to cry about that too. Well, thank you to our resident Antifa expert, Jake Frejo. Thank you for coming on, and we'll bring you on as more develops around this story. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So feel-good story. Definitely. I want to end with another feel-good story. Mentioned this yesterday, the Texas abortion law, um, the Texas pro-life law. Really interesting stuff. Last night, Supreme Court, by a ruling of five to four, allowed it to go into effect. Very good news. Yesterday, the news had been that they hadn't responded to the petition to block it uh, on an emergency basis. So it went into effect. But then late last night, the Supreme Court, five to four. I'll let you guess who was the, who was the, the one conservative conservative who voted with the liberal wing I'll, I'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count put them in the comment section which conservative justice you think voted to overturn texas's or at least block texas's law from going into effect i wanted to explain a little bit of just how it works because it actually is ingenious i mentioned yesterday that it's not enforced by the state and that's for a very good reason when an abortion clinic wants to sue to block an, a law from going into effect they have to sue the right person, the right organization. So when a state passes a law, they tend to, to sue the state because the state the state would be enforcing it, right? So traditionally, the state would, would say, we ban abortion after X number of weeks and anyone caught doing it will be criminally or civilly fined by the state. So then the abortion clinics sue the state to stop it from going into effect um, before it does. But in the Texas law, the state does not enforce the abortion ban. It, it's an abortion... It, it bans abortions after a, a heartbeat can be detected in the unborn child, six, seven weeks, which, as I said yesterday, common sense. If, if 
the moment a heart stops, that's what's medically defined as death, then it only makes sense that the moment the heart starts could be medically defined as life, though we both know that life begins at conception. But just from, if we're going to go after the abortion industry, same as with impeachment, got to be incremental. Can't just throw Hail Mary passes. The ingenious part about the Texas bill is that the state is not the one enforcing it. So the abortion clinics cannot sue the state to block the law from going into effect. The law allows anyone to sue the abortion clinic or anyone who helped facilitate an abortion. And it awards the the plaintiff, the, the person suing, 10 grand if they win. So the abortion clinics, they don't know who to sue because no lawsuits have been filed yet. So they can't sue the state to block the law from going into effect because the state's not the proper um, defendant. And they can't sue anyone else because no one sued them yet. And the amazing thing about this is the way the law is written, if they win cases, those cases don't determine the outcomes of other cases. So if, if 10 people sue and nine of them lose, the 10th one can still win. And that case doesn't rely on the other lawsuits as pre for precedent. So it's really ingenious how Texas has done this. They've done it in Lubbock and a couple of other cities where they've banned abortion clinics. They've done it the same way to stop these abortion clinics from being able to preempt the law by suing the state or suing the county. Very, very interesting stuff. But I wanted to play this before we go because Jen Psaki's a redhead. And I don't I don't have anything against redheads. I've, I, I know people that believe that they are soulless. I don't, I don't agree with that. Redheads are great. But it, it, it isn't often that you see a redhead go red in the face. It isn't often that you see a redhead go red in the face defending Joe Biden's anti-Catholic position on abortion. And as, as we've reported, Joe Biden has been roundly criticized for his position on abortion within the Catholic Church. This just happened. Circle back, girl. Red in the face trying to defend Joe Biden. Let's play that clip I just sent over to you, Mr. Producer. Following up on the Texas law, why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic teaches abortion is morally wrong? Well, he believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president, he, who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. Go ahead. I think we got to move on. I think we have to move on. You've had plenty of time today. Go ahead. You've had plenty of time. Yeah, you've had plenty of time trying to defend the unborn. I think we have to go on. Conservative atheist in the comment section says that, that redheads do have a soul. They have a freckle for every soul that they steal. I've never heard that one. <laughs> no, I love redheads. I, redheads get a bad rap. Redheads are actually going extinct. People didn't know that. Um, unless redheads continue to marry other redheads and give birth to redhead redhead children. In my lifetime, I believe, there will not be any more natural redheads. That's That's crazy. Um, so, but redheads need love too. So and I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe the conspiracy theories about redheads, but you can see, you can see Jen Psaki getting a little frustrated, understandably. So it's indefensible. And that follow-up question was great. Well, if, if it's not his job to defend the unborn, then who, whose job is it? Whose job is it? It's the mother's. She says the mother's really, well, the mother in this case is trying to kill the child. So who's, whose job is it to protect the unborn? The answer is it's all of our jobs. It's all of our jobs, which is why I, I applaud this Texas law. I hope it stays in, going into effect. The liberals on the Supreme Court not happy about it. 
but it's designed in a way that makes it very difficult to overturn it before it goes into effect. And I think you're going to see a lot of smaller clinics. I think Planned Parenthood will still continue to perform abortions because they have the lobbyists, they have the, the money for lawyers. But I think the smaller mom and pop abortion clinics are probably going to stop because they can't risk it. And ultimately, that is a good thing. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, please, please, please do subscribe to the audio version. That link is in the description. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Podbean, everywhere you can find audio podcasts where you can find us. Very, very important, though, that if you have an iPhone or a MacBook or an iPad or any other Apple device, it's very important that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That's where the rankings are. That's where we get most of our podcast downloads. And we're trying to climb up in those rankings. So you can do that by subscribing to us there or by leaving us a good five-star review. Very easy. It takes two seconds. The link is in the description. Click the link for Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Not four-star. Four-star or bring a rating down. We need five stars. So please do that if you haven't already. Actually, I think you can do it even if you have already. Just do it. Help us out. <laughs> Again, just check out all the links in the description. If you haven't already, please do su subscribe to their email newsletter. That link is in the description. And also text the word freedom to 89517, F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 89517. And you'll get a text alert when we go live. Facebook and all these other platforms, even the ones that kind of like us, they don't always consistently send out notifications when we go live. So that's why we have our text alert system to notify you when we go live so you can watch the show. And if not, you can watch later, right? You don't have to watch us live, but if you do, welcome to the party. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. As I said, my name is Max McGuire. Special thanks to Jake, our resident Antifa expert for coming in and explaining things to us. That's going to be it. Remember everyone that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. Yeah.